crunch time coming up big when it counts. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Crunch Time, where we come up big when it counts. I'm Dom with the great men, Saucy, Ant, and Luke. Hey, going, gents? Good, Doma. Very well, Doma. Very well, yeah. boys. Very well. <clears throat> always well, always well. You know where we're starting, all right? We're going to get straight into it. But I just wanted to see if I were one, one happy man, I can see. One very happy man. One happy man. And, and one, one not so happy man. Got put into place <laughs> by the one player that he's been absolutely caning as well. So we're going to start with Champions League. Um, boys, Do we have to? We can start somewhere else. No, no, we're going to start with Champions League. I'm going to leave it to you three. Dissect it. And then, obviously, discuss how this is going to relate to the hobby. Because we will start with the PSG and Man City game. Because, obviously, there's one player in that matchup that is most sought after at the moment. So, whoever wants to take it away, hit it. Yeah. If we're starting with the City and the PSG game, I'm more than happy to take this away. Um, we can go for it. That was, you know... City are, are the best team in Europe. You, you can't deny it. They are very, very good. And PSG just got, you know, outclassed. Uh, Mbappe didn't start. Mbappe had an injury. And it was a City team that was playing almost at their best. Um, Aguero scored. You've got, you know, Foden in that team that's playing very well. You've got Ruben Diaz, who's playing absolutely amazing. Um, as a defender, that's going to be very interesting to see what he does for Portugal in the Euro. But beside the point, um, I think that City. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say City's going to go on to win it. We'll leave that for a bit <laughs> later in the video. But I think now that Mbappe has been knocked out, and this is the biggest, the hobby talking point right now. Haaland got knocked out. A couple uh, a couple weeks ago, and we spoke about it then, and we've seen his price drop from four thousand uh, for his Champions League tops Chrome. Now he's sitting about two thousand, and he's dropping every day. Now with Mbappe, I think we're going to see a drop. I think it's only fair that we see a drop. He's not going to be playing um, really high level competitive football in Europe until the Euro twenty twenty. But that's the big difference between the two. I think that this short window now between now and the euro is going to be very interesting to see how the market reacts because i don't I'll, for me if you're someone that got into mbappe cheap if you're someone that got into mbappe around the you know 600 mark back in january and you've held it and now you want to cash out a bit take your you know sell it a thousand for your world cup sell it 1500 for the tops chrome i understand that but if you're someone that got in high, selling now is just doing yourself uh, an injustice, especially when you've got the Euro coming up and you know that he's going to be the star of, of the Euro. Him, the England boys, and, and a couple other players are all going to be the highlights of every single game that they play in. They're going to be the stars. So what do you boys think? What do you boys think about Mbappe being knocked out? Um, yeah. It happened. Well, there's two there's two sides of that game where you're looking at it. You're looking at, you know, Foden investors like yourself, Ian. Foden investors, they were very happy with the result. Then you had Mbappe investors who were not so happy. Then you got your Neymar investors as well, people in there who like Neymar. Um, yeah, I thought PSG were going to go through the final 
But as as Ant's saying, you know, that City team's, you know, very, very good all over the park. They basically got two first teams from the with the depth of their squad. Um <clears throat> Diaz is a good very good uh, centre back as well. Um yeah, it would be interesting to see what happens at the Euros with him. It's just that, that Portugal side just keeps getting so it's just so strong. It's got it's got a very strong start here. Yeah. Though. And it's, it's as be the a season good Euro goes Cup, on, like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You just see more and more players that are gonna be in that Portuguese team just come out and do an absolute madness. So yeah, that'll be good to see. <clears throat> yeah, I'm also interested to see what happens in between this little window, as Ian's saying. I don't really know what's gonna happen. Like, are we gonna see a massive drop of in Mbappe? Probably not. Not compared to Harlan. It won't be anywhere near what Harlan's. Well he, he he's PSA yeah. ten prison base, uh, you know, the World Cup card it topped at fourteen hundred around there. And that was that was yeah. back on um, you know that was about a month ago, but since then it's been on a slight decline. Um, there has been sales uh, as of uh, yesterday or today at a thousand um, yeah. for a PSA ten. When There's was that? Fourteen hundred. Sorry. Uh, Fourteen hundred was back on uh, pro- about a month ago. Just just yeah. just on a month ago. That was a had the big big run up really. Big yeah. run up, and that was when they. Uh, Cones are probably the first Bayern game as well. But the the next price drop, which you know found support based off um, a six month graph, is the um, around the eight hundred dollar range. So yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I'll bring it up on the the mini overlay. So anyone who is watching on YouTube, you can see um, the Mbappe sort of leveled out around the eight hundred dollar range. Around I'm highlighting here, and then it jumped up. And then went up over the thousand, sort of stuck around the thousand mark, and then jumped up to around fourteen hundred. Had a few sales around fourteen hundred, but then it's been on a slight decline. I'll be interested to see now that it's sort of around nine fifty to a thousand, um, where it goes from there. Whether it keep whether it goes down a bit and goes back down to the eight hundred dollar range before maybe the the euros. Um, and you got to remember that is his uh, French card, so. Um, yeah. you know, and that's relevant to the Euros. So let's let's see where it goes from there. It'll be it'll be interesting. So it's just one to watch. Um, also yeah. there's some other cards to watch, which Anth uh, referenced his uh, tops. Which card is it, Anth? His top tops. Champions tops League. Chrome Champions. There you go. Definitely his rookie quarantine so that, jeans that, That's gone up. So <laughs> literally, there was a sale on the fifth year that was two hundred dollars more. So the, the one thing is like for the PSA ten for that uh, tops Chrome Champions League card. Uh, thanks to card letter as well, but it's literally like be wary. I know the price has gone up. So if you look at that Prism World Cup PSA ten, like Saul said, and then you look at this card, they've both gone up based on the fifth of May. That's a buyer's beware. Yeah, I know it's gone up like two hundred bucks on both <clears throat> cards on the last solds, but just be very very careful. I think uh, like you boy said, I, I expect a dip, and then for it then to just like just hit I, back I actually, trend yeah. the Euros. I don't I think, think that's gonna happen. Yeah. No, I think I think it'll just it'll go and then once the Euros comes it'll just fucking bang. Yeah. Like, it, it's up. a while to the Euro. It is about yeah. uh, it mid, a month. Mid-gen, uh, mid-June, isn't it? Yeah, so about a month. Month but and the, a bit, yeah. The thing is you're gonna have the, the NBA uh playoffs starting, you're gonna have a lot of attention on everything else. Yeah. Uh I think NFL starts soon as well. Uh, uh, NFL's a while, while off. Well, yeah, off. but the hype, the hype does start pretty early for that. Well, got... we'll see. It's probably going to start earlier, which is what's been happening, uh, you know, in other th- uh, 
sports, baseball, to name one, where the the season and people were buying up cards a lot earlier than usual. So uh, we've seen yeah. a little bit of that in in, in NFL. So attention, we'll see. Attention will shift. Yeah. From yeah. from soccer, but I think Mbappe <laughs> is so unique because he's going to play in arguably the the favourites between Portugal and France. The, the one and two in the favourites. Um, uh, that's where the bookies have got him. Who am I to argue with them? But France, with with their the talent, you're kind of expecting them to do really well. And so, like by selling, it's almost as if if you expect any other team to win the Euro, sure, go ahead and sell sell your Mbappe card. But I, I just don't understand. It can't go too low because there's going to be people like me. I know a few other boys that are really interested in picking up more Mbappe for the Euro. I'm genuinely Me too. like, ex- Me too. Yeah, like, he's the one player I think he's going to have a star. He's going to be the he's going to be the star of the Euro. Source, you don't you disagree? No, I'm I'm no 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 no. I'm not. I'm I'm looking at something on card ladder. I'm looking at the the my favorite uh, card sticker. Sorry, my favorite sticker, the quarantine uh... and the PSA ten. And I I actually can't believe that people are paying twenty thousand plus dollars for this as, wow. as a PSA 10. I, I, gen, I genuinely can't fathom it, it. It's 141. It's uh, worth it. So I just, I it, it baffles me. I'll, give me his solo rookie sticker from his second season every day of the week. This, mm. no one cares about that guy. Like I can understand if it's a great, like it makes sense when it's the bird magic and, and, and uh, you know, Irving card. Because they're, all Hall of Famers. Who the hell is quarantine Jim? Because you don't care about him. No. That reckons he's good. What if he's I love the that one his name's actually on the PSA slab. It's the best think part. Of, think about that. What is, is his name on there top, as well? No on way. top of Mbappe. Yeah. He's, the, he's the first one. <laughs> Imagine he's the one that's buying all this. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> High level market. 200 IQ. <laughs> All right, and on moving on, uh, lads, to the next game, where Lukey boy, you, you're going to have to tee this one off, and, and the one us, we all want to talk uh, about. Let us know where, where you know, uh, Splash has obviously uh, stitched up Anth a ripper. Uh, with he smashed his knee. That. He smashed that was that an one. absolute cracker. Um, Quality content. And. Um, <laughs> I, I, I tuned in live, got up at uh, 5 a.m., the wee hours, and, and tuned in live. And uh, you, you outplayed them. You, you were the better side. And they looked disappointing in, in terms of their effort. It seemed as though they uh, sort of gave up a little bit in that second half. The first half, uh, there was the effort was there. The, Mendy made a couple of good saves. Um, but in the second half, I, I think they just were overwhelmed by your you know, tenaciousness and... I don't know. You just had something about you in the game where they they sort of seemed defeated in that second half. They weren't really creating many chances. Benzema, who was lively in the first half, sort of went missing in the second half. And you and Hazard, let's be honest, he was a passenger. Uh, he did absolutely nothing, literally nothing. Uh, he might as well have been on the bench. Saw photos of him after the game smiling and stuff like that. He's absolutely. Uh, he's right. got his Champions League title. It doesn't care. He, he doesn't care Chelsea. anymore. He just doesn't awesome. care. He's Honestly, not for anything. The guy <laughs> should be happy that he's actually out playing because he's been yeah. uh, so unlucky with injuries. Um, and he literally hasn't barely been on the park the last two years. So yeah. uh, tough for him. But, Lukey, take it away, man. Yeah. What did you see? I, I didn't get to watch the game, unfortunately. So I watched the highlights in this morning when I, when I got up. Um, 
yeah, it looked like from what I saw in the in the package, um, Mendy did make some very good saves. Uh, Benzema looked very good as well. There was one shot on the turn he had, edge of the yeah, box. Yeah, I saw that. Nuts. That was class. Good um, save, Mendy. He, he's he, a quality. He takes it off. He takes it off Cruz on that one. What do you and What do you reckon, yeah. Mendy? Massive, massive upgrade from your your last keeper. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, Kepa's piece of shit. I'll go out and say he's just he's a piece of shit. Um, after he had this thing with Sari, where you know he became the manager of the team, it just after they just went downhill from there. I don't know what happened to him. He just lost his head, and that was it. It was like, no, nah, I'm just not gonna, just not gonna play anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, Mendy's good. At the start, when he first came in, a lot of the people, um, a lot of the word around him was that, oh, is he going to be good? Is he going to be up to scratch and stuff like that? But I think he's come out being great, to be honest. He's been good. Um, Very good. I'm, I've been really happy with him. Um, yeah, t- good to see Timo on the um, on the score sheet as well. No, it's not. After, no, it's after, not good to see him at all. It's a, it's a coincidence. Just after we added him to the group chat, we gave him a bit of... Um, Bit of love, bit of a bit of a confidence boost, and there he is on the score sheet. He scored. He scored 100 from a whole from a whole two yards away. And just a Tico bit of a scored the easiest goal of probably arguably the whole Champions League. Yeah, since but inception. it was important. It was important goal. Exactly. Was it important? <sighs> well, yeah. Was good. Uh, look, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna had say to be it. there yeah. on the spot to finish it, Ed. So you got to be very true. His position was, in 99 was, position. Like he wasn't Captain America. Well, he did get an assist. Exactly. In this game, yeah, I was gonna, that was the next thing I was going to say. Seems like he did pretty well. That ball through to Mount. I don't yeah, know how he ball. managed to get it through there, but geez. Fair play. Yeah. Um, yeah, good to see Pulisic. Pulisic in the final. Imagine, like I said in that first Champions League predictor episode, <laughs> imagine Pulisic scores in the final. That's, that's all yeah. I have to say. It's just going to be absolutely ridiculous. I hope he scores a hat trick. Let me, oh my God. Let, me, um, <laughs> let me get it out of the way. First and foremost, congratulations to Chelsea. That was... They deserve to be there. At the end of the day, they played well. They... Real Madrid was didn't deserve to make it. Like, sorry to cut you off. I think, like I said as well, if there was any year I wanted to play Madrid, it was this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was happy playing Madrid this season, and yeah, we ended up coming away with it. Yeah, carry on, just before I forget. It's just... Yeah, like Madrid was a subpar team, and... Um, I think if Madrid make the final, it would be very. It'd be actually worse for the card market because I think City's going to run rings around Madrid if it was versus. Now it becomes. What are you going to say around Chelsea? I was going to say no, you just you just want to be a good game. I'm not going to. I'm not going to die on that hill. I'll say it now, and I know Splash wants me to go out and say City's going to win, so I can get another. Just say another meme. I say this, City. Are dying for this Champions League. They This is the trophy. It's why they bought Pep. That they need. It's why they bought Pep. It's why they've inserted all this money into the club. All the pressure is now on City to win this, and for some sick reason, it's left Chelsea in this beautiful opportunity where they're playing with house money. They've already in. Um, I think they're in. What cup are they in? The final of uh, is it Carabao? FA. FA. It's FA. They're in the final of the FA Cup. They come from a mid-table rubbish team. They had Kepa at the start of the uh, at the start of the year. They were a complete write-off of a squad. They've got the new coach that's been amazing. Good they chair. play with structure. They, they play with structure. Yeah, Tuchel that plays with immense structure. Like the the whole team plays as one unit. Uh, Werner has not come good. I'm not going to say that just yet. 
But oh, this the is other, the start, mate. The other boys are playing. Havertz. It's all about Havertz. Mason Mount. That Havertz chip, that, that chip that hit the crossbar. Oh man. Havertz is playing well. Mount is playing exceptional. Honestly, uh, Havertz looks like a different player compared to the yeah. start of the season. I, I don't know what's happened, but he's just. Uh, he looks completely different player. Like yeah, whether it was just be. a confidence thing, I'm not sure. But yeah, can't take getting, getting fit as level. well. Yeah, Doma, Doma said it. Kante is the best player on that, that team. He's back to that level from what was it three seasons ago, yeah. where he was just so dominant. Yeah, so so dominant. He is just bossing. It's going to be a bossing. massive battle in that midfield. It'll be interesting to see. Huge. Obviously, uh, Kante and trying to trying to stop uh, De Bruyne drifting into that midfield. Um, it will be a massive battle. Interesting to hear. Look here at Mason Mount's PSA ten uh, at Prism. You know, if you're buying these back in March, uh, anticipating Chelsea's uh, you know, streak, you can buy his Prism for uh, you know, two hundred and sixty bucks, three hundred bucks. Last one sold. There was one sold for six twenty five. There was another one sold just uh, today for five hundred. Uh, that's his uh, Prism base rookie. Card. So uh, the rookie ticket. Who was saying the other day? I think it might have been Splash saying that the rookie ticket is actually worth more than the prism, prism. base. That's interesting. Yeah. Let's just pray. I'll be very happy if um, my PSA sub comes back right before the final and sell that rookie ticket off mm. immediately. Look, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea are just it's such a. They, they've somehow found themselves in a position where they're playing. They're literally playing with house money. It's about the same price. About the same, is it? Chelsea do this all the time when it comes to Champions League. They always play so well and they can make finals. It's just how they... It's just that club. I just don't know how they do it all the time. You find ways to do it. You really do. And not for any changing management has helped. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I think with Lampard, we wouldn't have have been there. I think he, he, he lost the dressing room from looks of it from the outside. Um, I don't think it would have been there. The structure's in there. Tuchel has had the um, uh, the experience of big young uh, young big name players, you know, Mbappe and stuff like that. He did, no, no, he was was he at PSG? He was yeah, at PSG, yeah. PSG yeah. and Dortmund Mbappe. as well. And Dortmund, yeah, yeah. But so, Tuchel has uh, basically inherited this beautiful like squad of young players. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, he it has, also suits him and his experience though. Is that's I mean. right. Yeah. yeah. And as we but said, I think it was going to come good. As we said, Chelsea always had the depth of talent. Yeah. When it mm. goes to their bench, they've always got the depth to bring someone of quality onto the park. Yeah. It's just obviously Lampard couldn't use it. Yeah. That's Is this it. the right time to do predictions, or would he, do we save them for down the road when it's nah, closer? Save we'll save when it's closer. The save week them. of. Yeah, the week of preview. Definitely Bayern Munich. I'm still sticking with that. Fuck, that was terrible. <laughs> didn't oh. I say? I did say it was going to be City uh, Chelsea final, didn't I? In one Definitely. of those videos, I think. Yeah. Definitely. I think yeah. I think uh, I got uh, it. I got uh, it so yeah. wrong. I think I got uh, Bayern and yeah. Liverpool. After you booted them out in the final sixteen, you booted them out in the final eight. You booted them out in the final four. <laughs> and, you're gonna, <laughs> and you're gonna boot them out in the final, and they're gonna end up winning it. <laughs> I'll tell you now. If they win it, I'll, I'll wear the. Uh, I wear a Chelsea. I'll go buy myself a Chelsea jersey and wear it on here. Yes. <laughs> you got that. You got that live on there. I like it. And then you're going to go buy some Mason Mounts and some Pulisic. Uh, you get hate <laughs> by Pulisic at the top of its game, bro. <laughs> when that Captain America. Back. Captain America himself. All right. Let's move on. This is a topic um, that was brought up 
based on uh, listening to Luca Tiger's Bronze, and they had on episode 296 Geo from Sports Card Nonsense on their show. And a bit about Geo, he is a breaker. He was in a breaking um, business, and obviously he sold that off. He's still got 20% stake in that. Bill Simmons offered him a job at the ringer and he's taken that up. So he's looking at the card perspective and the outlay there for the ringer with Bill Simmons. But what he was saying was he was getting into uh, things that really piss him off in the hobby. And he said one of the things he absolutely hates is when people are not upfront with you, whether it be someone like us trying to sell a product second on the secondary market or a retailer or a brick and mortar store, you know, like they're not upfront with you. And he said, he's had instances where people have just paid like charging five X and six X on a product post secondary, the secondary market. And then he came and he said something interesting that I know we've all been talking about it for ages. Yeah. And everyone keeps going, Oh, it's dictated by the secondary market after, you know, it's sold by, uh, distributors and everyone goes, oh, they put their own price on it. But when you start hearing prices like UFC Prism, that was gone for a thousand USD a box from the, the get go. Market, from the get go, so that's technically secondary market. How much were they off blower? And six hundred, seven hundred. What U- UFC, UFC Prism or was it a thousand uh, a box? A thousand minimum. Yeah. I don't think they ever put them up under a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, so then Geo goes to say, goes on to say like people, shops, breakers, all the like ever like a lot of people in the hobby that are selling uh, stock, blatantly just lie to you and say, oh yeah, I got it for five hundred, so I'm selling it for a thousand, or I got it for eight hundred, I'm only making two hundred dollars profit. <laughs> Even that's a fair bit, five hundred yeah. to a thousand. Yeah. But Geo then comes out and says. I don't understand what all these people are talking about because I know half of them have the exact same supplier that I do. And I got the box, the same price that they got the box. And it was 126 USD for a box of UFC. Oh prison. my God. So, and he said, I can, he goes, I completely understand breakers are going to eat. I get it. Yeah. Cause he goes, there's been such a long time in this hobby where they've broken even on products and this and that. But I agree to that extent to a point. I disagree for the fact of that's what the market was at that time. Yeah, with the run-up, I get it. You, like $126 a box and you sign up for 1000 why don't you sell it for $500? you are still making freaking crazy markups. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But this is a big issue. I just want to throw to you guys, uh, get your thoughts. I know Source and I kind of mentioned it on the podcast in terms of like card prices. But I think... Definitely your thoughts on wax prices because it co- coexisting with the cards, it's raising the value of the card prices, which is That's, stupid. It's a weird, uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't call it weird. It's a situation where it's basic economic, like supply and demand, um, but in a way that the the breakers, not so much the breakers, but it, I guess it is the breakers. It's pre- pretty much anyone that has access to distribution channels. Straight, direct that, distribution, yep. Yeah, anyone that has access to that is able to mark up the price almost altogether um, to a price that it seems like it's agreed upon. Some are $50 more, $50 less. And then that price is 
pass on to everyone else, but it also dictates how far, how expensive a break is going to be. So, say the box is, say they get the box at two hundred, like this UFC Prism. What did they say? They they got it at one hundred twenty-six dollars. If they just do the price at say five hundred per box, then you'd expect the breaks to be around that five hundred dollar mark. You know what I mean? Because if a breaker is charging a thousand dollars, and then the box is going for five hundred, people are going to laugh them off the off the screen because it doesn't make sense. That gap doesn't doesn't add up. But the the price of the box is what dictates then the breaker's price and everything like that. So I, I don't know if there's a solution to it. It kind of has to stem from the people that have access to the distribution channel say, okay, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, bump up this too much. But, but then at the same time, like I'm, I'm losing but train of thought because at the same time, people are so buying different variables plates. that you know I'm thinking. I mean? I'm thinking it through at the same time, Anthem. I'm having the exact same. Yeah. In the end of the day, too many it, different. Yeah. What, it, what it comes down to, and Source can attest to this, is dollar signs. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but they see that they see that there's so much money on the table. Correct. They don't want to and... discount it. They go, "Oh, if I discount there, and we set the price of five hundred, fuck, we could have got a thousand for it." That's but right. I'm losing five hundred a box. You know, you know how saying, Tom. You know how you're saying that you know breakers have to eat or whatever. Someone said that. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a difference between breakers having to eat and breakers trying to move to Monaco next year. Correct. You yeah. know what I mean? That's and I think that's sort of where we're at at the moment. There's which also there, like, let's let's be let's day, be real. They're, they're trying to run a business here, which I understand. You know. Yeah. There's you know, two, there's two, two different yeah, types of but... breakers. There's the breakers that get it from distribute uh, distribution channels. And then they charge a competitive price and, you know, they're able to charge a competitive price because obviously they get it so much cheaper. But then there's also this massive amount of breakers that, you know, if I want to break a box, I'm not getting it from distribution channel. I'm getting it from wherever I got it from. And then I have to charge more than that to get the profit and everything like that. That's why I have so much respect for breakers. I mean, it not not so much respect, but like, if you're a breaker that doesn't have access to a distribution channel, I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. It would be such a making very very little margins. Sure. Yeah. yeah, unless you're waiting for an investment to pay off, as in like the box appreciates so much, and then you do the break and you've made your profit. Yeah, yeah. But distribution channels are, are the kings of this whole of this whole thing. They dictate the, the market essentially. Where I sit with it is it's. <clears throat> Essentially, the boxes have no room for growth on the secondary market because it's already being set by either the hobby stores or the breakers, right? So previously, when boxes would come onto the market, box of you know a, a prison blaster is bought from. Let's just use the 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 the, the Walmart example. Bought for Walmart um, for twenty bucks, twenty US. Now you know. You could buy those boxes for 70, 70 bucks, seventy US, um, straight off the net. The person maybe maybe sixty US. They're making forty bucks a box. They buy cellos for fifteen dollars each. You maybe Is this what, are you saying when they dropped? Yeah, when they now. when they dropped. Right, I'm talking. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about last retail. year. I'm talking about last, last year. Yeah, yeah, Prism, I mean. yeah. Prism nineteen twenty retail fat packs from someone off Walmart. 
I was buying them for 25 bucks each. He was making 10 bucks a pack. Uh, blaster yeah. boxes, 65 bucks, 70 bucks each. Yeah, he's making like 50 bucks, but still there was, it wasn't that much of a, of a run up. Now, these blaster boxes are coming out 20 bucks, and they're already 150 US or 170 on the secondary market. And they've just been out. Like, it's, it's not even, it's not even, been three months that they've been out and it's appreciated or six months or a year it's like literally appreciating that 6x straight off the shelf right now that that's coming down to people in the market as well that are willing to play pay that straight away right um so there are people that are paying that price that you know that's i can see that's why it's being set but when you come to hobby boxes and things where the average person it doesn't get to retail, and that is that is set by uh, retailers, hobby shops, and and also breakers who have a distribution channel. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't justify how the box is jumping that quick in price. How's it going from a hundred twenty six retail box that would usually being sold in previous years at around. You know, it was ridiculous two years ago. It's like two fifty a box that people were selling the Prism Hobby for. Like, say more reasonable, maybe five hundred bucks, five five hundred. But it's like literally coming now directly from the hobby stores, from the breakers, and 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 straight at a thousand plus a box. And it, and it's not just basketball. You know, it's UFC. It's it's tops. Um, you know, F one. Mosaic soccer. Mosaic soccer. First look year of mosaic soccer, and, and look, look at, at the it's eight hundred bucks a box. Like the Montgomery Burns buddy F one box. It's it's pre order selling out on eBay for thirteen hundred USD. Straight and away. Seen is three cards, bro. That's it. I have a I have a thought on 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 this whole thing. Tops has a very different. Um, way of releasing than Panini does. And I find it very interesting that they've gone the different route. So the way Tops do their break, their, their drops, I believe it's at roughly the same time. Saucy, you would probably know more than me. It's around 12.30 Australian at night. Um, I don't know, last box, time it was at 3 a.m. It's around 2 a.m. Yeah, it's around 2. It's, it's early morning. Point. It's, it's like in the early morning. 12.30 to 3.30. But they release their boxes at a, I would say, reasonable price. I mean, Very they released the F1 at £170. They released, what did the Sapphire uh, go? Because they dropped that Sapphire, Sapphire for was Chrome 90, today as well. £99. £99? Pounds. Yeah. You're fucking kidding. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Yes. £99? Are you serious? So this, is, this is what I want to I want to say. Like, oh Tops go out of their way to release the product at the price that would almost be what they give to distributors. Now, the interesting part is Panini, on the other hand, Panini released the price of UFC Prism because I was up at the time. They released at 1 a.m., 875 USD. So on one end of the spectrum, you've got Panini that's kind of pushing the price up because they release it at that price, and it, it makes people perceive that everyone can only get it for 875 only and now we know that some people and distributions were giving it out at 126 usd i don't know if that's 100 percent true i'm just going to take the uh what, what's take your word for it for the point, point of this conversation way. just take but, the word for it that's right and where did you find that price it was on the 
uh, F1 uh, page posted it. I'll, I'll double check. 99. I'll find that for you. If that's really um, true that, that people it, are buying these in 99 and, the, and people are then three, buying them on the secondary 1, market for 1300. We've lost the plot. Honestly, we've lost the plot. <laughs> Seriously, like how did, how how are people already assuming that the cards in there have that value? Like there's there's no guarantees that and the people bought it will if, it, if it's like, limited to a fifty. You know how we're just turning off camera about it. If it's limited yeah. to a fifty two, I see, I see the point. Uh, I see the 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 reasoning behind it. Uh, what I was going to ask as well, I don't know if anyone would know this. Did Panini give a like recommended retail price of these boxes to hobby stores? Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah, okay. So well, it sort of looks like Panini's sort of doing it Sorry, themselves. Sorry, I was I was wrong. It's a hundred thirty nine pounds. Oh, still even hundred thirty nine pounds. It's steel. It's ten times. It's it's ten x. Ten x. Secondary market. But, but not. But, yeah, but ten x. Not even ten x instantly. Not. It's not even. It's not even. It, it, it wasn't even. It hadn't even dropped yet. It's 10x. Um, like, think about that. It's 10x instantly. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing out here, you though? You can't say. Oh no. So, <laughs> the everyone that's in the Montgomery Burns Club at yeah, Tops the... <laughs> got it for 99 <laughs> USD. Oh, right. Okay. And then it was released to the the leftovers from the people that weren't on their Montgomery Burns account and didn't buy up Is the it Montgomery actually... Burns boxes. They got it for 139 pounds. No, it's, it's not called my Godfrey Burns, but we're called it my Godfrey Burns. up on Wednesday because I thought it was a fucking... It's <laughs> no, literally, no, no. You know, shit. The, the reason why I called it Montgomery Burns... It's called Burn. Montgomery Is Montgomery something? No, it's called Montgomery. It's called the 852 Montgomery, the top... Yeah. 852 The reason why I called it that is because Montgomery Burns, if you watch The Simpsons, he's rich, he owns a nuclear mm. power plant, and he doesn't give a fuck. So the reason why I called it that is because the people that are in the 852 Montgomery Burns Club are going to get the allocation for $99. <laughs> they know the climate of the market. They're going to take it, and then they're going to sell it for $1,300 because why? They don't give a fuck, and I was right. Yeah, Spot on there. So that, that, I'm intrigued about this 852 Montgomery, though. Don't worry. Source and I have looked into it, and unfortunately, there is no spots available left to be a member. I'm serious. No. That's it. It's so done. Bye. Until they if they open up more allocation of spots, that's it. Otherwise, it's like the MCC or some shit. The MCC of cards. It is. It is. Well, we're gonna wait (laughs) twenty years to get in there. Yeah. (laughs) But but seriously, like Saucer said, I completely agree with him. A hundred percent. Ninety nine dollars. These people are getting it, and then when it's getting opened up to the rest, a hundred and thirty nine dollars. It hasn't even gone to the secondary market yet because it's still pre-ordered, really. Like people are pre-ordering these people's box allocation as members. Yeah. yeah. And people but, want to pay $1,300. You know how many cards we've seen out of this set? Three. But A the card? thing is, what do you say to to the people buying it, though? Like, I, I, there's a whole gotta be a crazy. capitalistic market. And like, I'll tell you what like, you say to him. I say, you, sir, are a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, if they're, if they're putting it up at that price and it's not getting bought, then it's going to drop down, right? That's the natural supply and demand thing. But it, the thing is, they're putting it up at that price and it's getting bought at that price. I know. 
And oh, the no. worst part is, I reckon the person, the first person that did it, the first person that got their Montgomery Burns club, the oldest member, whatever it is, they go in, they get their, they get their box, they probably list it up on eBay for five hundred, but it gets snapped up like that. And then the next person comes along, they put it for eight hundred, gets bought up, and then someone's gone and said, "Fuck this, I'm putting this up at fourteen hundred. What idiots are gonna buy this?" And it gets mm. bought fourteen hundred. That's just, how it works. That's the, the thing with this as well. How much of this? Right, you know, so you it, looks, about... it looks as though the boxes have softened a little bit because there's some there's, there's some buy it nows at eight hundred. But you know, those people buying at thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred, you're a bunch of lemons. And let's hope this softens down more. I think this box should be a five to seven hundred dollar box max. But then, max. what's that make? The what's that make? Chrome. It's not a, a stack box. It's um, eight packs, it... four cards per pack. Is so it not the same? Is it not the same thing as Chrome, just in no, so far? No, it's more, it's more. It's more limited. No, there's different looking cards in it. Oh the right, different, I, I different looking cards. Yeah, I just saw those different that little cards. Yeah. No autos though. Oh, right. Yeah, no buy it now. Okay. Buy it now. There's one that sold at seven fifty. Ones that sold at eight hundred, so it has softened a little bit, but still, it's ridiculous. You know, you're talking about a bo- hundred and thirty-nine box dollar box that's gone straight to eight hundred dollars. And at thirteen hundred, there was confirmed sales, so those people, I'm, I'm hope you get burnt. I really do. Well, put Bro, it this way: there's fucking, there's a mix Schumacher raw, raw, raw. one eighty-five, one eighty-five USD. Mm. Oh, give me a spell. And the thing is, then on the other side, Leclerc is selling for three hundred out of ninety-nine. So we've kind of diverged off the, off the, we've gone on the beat off the. Yeah. Beat track. I think it's because we're the 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 reason we've gone off the beaten track is because we're so freaking gobsmacked and blown away at what's happening in this, like in this hobby, like. We're complaining there's lulls, like when it comes to buying singles, yeah, single graded cards, and then we turn around and, as we always say, Chris always said to Source and I, Wax is undefeated, and it forever. It just is again. It is. I was thinking about that before actually when we were talking. I was like, Wax is actually undefeated again. It is. Yeah. And it'll never be beaten, ever. Yeah. Yeah, It's 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 really made me think. this this going into Euros, going into the next few months, it's made me think high-end cards, um, stuff that you can like, something you're really attached to. So high-end stuff you can really attach to, you feel something for when you pick it up. And then wax, those three are just the perfect way to invest and not lose money. There's just... Wax is mm. that's that that's also tying into all the breakers. There's so many breakers out there. There's so many boxes that are going to be broken at the high price points. Yeah. That that's what keeps wax so high, because once they run out of the product, so distributions they give out their allocations to all these people, then they run out of that product. They at the end of the day, the breakers still need to go out, even if they got from distribution. They have to go out and buy more boxes. So they have to buy off eBay. They have to buy off. Uh, blow out. They have to buy off wherever they can find it off on the secondary market, just themselves. And that's what keeps boxes so high because they want to break it even a higher price. And it's true. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. And not for anything, it can't be regulated because there's no one here to regulate shit. So it once again comes down to us. And if there's people, let's be honest and blunt about it, if you're stupid enough to buy a box for like fourteen hundred, well then. 
you just lost 600 bucks if you uh, went and did a search this morning. So you just lost your marbles. And the odds, and the thing is, like you said, it's eight packets, four cards. The odds of you pulling a card that's worth $800 is slim to no chance. So, Let me tell yeah. you, as someone that's opened almost two boxes now and gotten, the best I've gotten is a base Lewis Hamilton. Um, yeah, it, it's a huge gamble. You're gambling. 100% it's gambling. It's, it's a gambling, pretty, but it's a pretty big play. checklist as well. Yeah. Because they got like the, what, the, the, they got the car, they got... Um, both there's like two or three pitches. Is there four base cards? Of each uh, four four I base cards, like, what do you mean? As in like say four bases in like the, the main base card, the car. Um there's like I'm thinking of Lando, so there's like another one, like the one where he's drinking the Yeah yeah the drink. So that's three say base cards. Oh. And then there's a fourth one as well, I'm this pretty sure. Crazy. So they've got a pad para I can't even say that. I don't even know if that's a color, man. Pad Paradesha, one on one card is one out of every eleven and a half thousand packs. Four. That's fucking crazy. All right, let's move on. Let's get into fire or flame. Uh, to wrap it all up, anyone got a fire or a flame for this week? Mm. Uh, I'll go. I'll okay, go. Okay. Um, I think. That I think soccer, like we spoke about, I, I always end up back at soccer for some reason. But <laughs> soccer is is going to be ridiculously hot towards the Euro, and it's going to be kind of cooling off over the next month. So there's going to be a lot of time to pick up cards and have them ready to flip during the Euro. And I think while everyone's looking at their international club, uh, international jerseys there's going to be opportunities elsewhere in the club jerseys um because basically when one player does well not only does the their international jersey card go up but also everything else around it of that player and one player i do think that will do very well and he's going to have a very interesting next six to eight weeks is paul pogba i think pogba <laughs> pogba is Going so to play better for France than he is for. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with that statement. Sauce messaged me about two weeks ago and and goes, Donald, why aren't we look, looking at your boy that you love so dearly? I'm like, don't <laughs> fucking go. He goes, no, seriously, bro. And I'm like, tell you, point. This is um... coming from a Liverpool supporter. Like, Pogba is. That is a great, great fire ant. I was so chatting I about bought... this. Go sorry, on, Kyle. I was chatting about this the other day uh, with some mates actually, and we we're talking about how Pogba at Man United sort of doesn't. When it depends who he's playing with, he's playing with Rashford and and um, Bruno. You know, he turns it on. He plays well with good players. So when he goes into that France team and he's got Mbappe, he's got Griezmann, he's got you know the big names around him. He usually turns it on. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think and Pogba I think is going to have a, a very sneaky, uh, you know. A tournament where he he performs so well that you know it boosts his his stock almost. And the thing is as well, after this, he either I'm pretty sure this is the last um, year of his contract. So they're either going to have to sell him or he's going to go for free. What are we what are we what are we going for? What what's what's his card? Because I know so, uh, I'm having a look here. He's got an adrenaline XL, but no one really likes that. Then he's got yeah. a, a 2014 Prism World Cup. Um, uh, 
Prism card. Uh, yeah. And then other than that, I think it might be the sticker. The sticker might be the play. I went I went completely different route. I yeah, thought Josh Cromer, didn't you? 17. I got yeah. uh, 17 refractor. Cromer. It doesn't really show oh, on here. Is it? What is it, 10 or 9? PSA 10. Oh, so the 2017 Topps Chrome set is obviously like iconic now because of yeah. it's Mbappe's rookie year, first year Topps Chrome. The refractors are an extremely tough grade. Um, and it's <clears> his <throat> first, I believe it's his first United kit in like a the first United photo in a really like in popular um, brand like Topps Chrome. Other than that, he's got the PSA Prism. The other thing that I really found interesting, let me get this up. UEFA. I'm on uh, PSA's website right now. But PSA Prism, Topps Chrome, this refractor is, I believe, a Pop 2. Shit. Pop 2 PSA 10. That's very low. So, you know, as people look to, sorry, Pop 5, sorry, Pop 5. Uh, total seven, or pop five PSA ten seven total graded. Okay, but I mean you can't really go wrong if he does well. This card will go up, and if he performs even in the Europa, if they win the Europa, his stock goes up and then that boosts him even into the Euro. So I think investing in key players like that. I think Bruno's another great play in that in that category as well. Has Bruno dipped a little bit? Because I haven't seen a lot of people talking. Because usually, Bruno you know, you see people do. talk about cards dipping and stuff. I haven't seen much talk about Bruno recently. How's so that could really? be a play there as well. I haven't checked his prices recently, to be honest. But there's a What's 2011 the... uh, Panini sticker, Paul Pogba, and um, is that the Juventus kit one? No, no, he's in a Manchester United kit. He's in a Manchester United yeah. kit. Oh, the 2011. 2011. 2011. Yeah. 2011. Yeah. Um, seen it before. I think that's the one. I mean, there was a uh, BGS 9.5 sold on March 24th for 300. And there was uh, has been some sticker sales for, I don't know, around, it's, it says here 80 bucks, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I feel like if you go on the quick flip, though, the prism is the way to go. Just Yeah, personally. prism makes sense. I, I feel, I don't know, it depends. Depends how long you want to hold it. I feel like that prism, a lot of people, oh, shit, sorry. Um, a lot of it is still a lot of how do I put this? A lot of the market is still controlled by what happens in the states. Soccer, not so much. The UK has some sort of impact on that, and you know how it is in America. It's prism. I'm not going to say prism or die, but it's majority it is, prism. It's, it's yeah. It's and favorite. I feel like yeah, that is seeping into soccer, and I feel like that that first prism of the World Cup set 2014 you know like you're saying 2017 tops chrome's iconic that 2014 so prism yeah True. so so is the 2014 prism for um for that uh yeah so i feel like for pomba that's the play that's just my personal opinion yeah i kind of went um it's going out on a limb but i'm playing yeah. the pop i'm playing the pop game like yeah uh, i think that it could work it, it it should work i don't think it'll lose but it's a decent play. To put it in perspective, Bruno Fernandes is also at his um, first Topps Chrome that year yeah, as well. Yeah, 17. And his refractor, 
I had it up, but his refractor expensive card. Can't find them, but his base is going for four fifty five hundred US. Oh wow! Wow, as a ten. As a ten. I still remember seeing the nines for forty US, man. I'm shattered. That's someone. Crazy. Someone's got an absolute steal of. Let me double check, make sure that's correct. Yeah, it is. Someone's got a bloody steal. They've got. They've paid three thirty for the refractor ten. They paid five hundred for the out of ninety nine ten. They paid of Fernandez. Of Fernandez, they paid three fifty oh. for the purple out of two fifty, and then a couple weeks later, the purple's gone for seven hundred. Uh, SGC ten. When when was this? Is that that's crazy? And this wasn't even that long ago. It's the start of April, but wow, that doesn't seem right. That seems so way too cheap. That's what I mean. Has has because I haven't seen people talking much about Bruno recently. We saw the. I'd, <coughs> I'd like a Bruno. <laughs> like we saw the run up on, say, Sancho, for example. He stops Chrome and stuff like that. Um, Sancho, we saw Foden obviously because he's playing well. Um, oh, there's one more as well. Who's the third one? I can't think of it. Um, yeah, and then it was sort of because Bruno was talked about a lot at one stage, more going, you know, when he had that that run. Um, but Bruno will have a good run, especially. I think he will. Yeah, I agree. I think but Bruno when, might be a big player. When, when, so there you go. You got a double fire on that. You know double when he goes. Fire. You know when he had two uh, team uh, player of the month? Was it two months in a row? Three months in a yeah. row? Yeah, that was a while back. But that was it's... a while back. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about him then. Oh, Bruno's going to be good going to the Euros. Da, da, da. Then he had a run, and then it was sort of from there, it sort of moved away from him. I feel to more of those other guys. There you go. I like it. Anyone else yeah. got fire or flame? Uh, my my fire is. I'll tell you. Week. Something that I was looking at was a man by the name of Riyad Mahrez, and I just had a look. Like I don't know if this is a play but the fact that you can go by Riyad Mahrez numbered auto tops uh, he's in his Leicester kit I believe it's like one of his first cards I think they're selling for like 40 bucks maybe 50 US numbered, I feel uh, numbered I, feel like auto. Age, I, I feel like his age plays a factor in this sorry source to sort of down your fire but yeah I understand but he's 30 years old but Think about how many players out there that fizzle out to, to nothing. Like, from literally the age of 24 to now, he's been a very, very good player. Yeah. No, so, I agree. It's just, I feel like the market, I don't know if... The market for soccer seems to be focused very young. Yeah. I, like I, I mean, I, and I'm just, I'm just saying, I think this is I agree a, with, an interesting... I agree. Personally, personally, I agree with you, though. Well, I, this is where I'm saying, like, it's maybe somewhere where I'm thinking far far ahead of the soccer market because we haven't really yeah. seen it mature of how and another yeah. market like basketball's matured in terms of how yeah, their vintage true. guys have have stepped up although you've got like the vintage stickers and things like that but i'm not saying now but i'm i'm, I'm just thinking you know think outside the box where you can go yeah. get guys who are aged of 28 29 30 and you can go pick up their cards relatively cheap like super actually really cheap compared to like going and buying a rookie uh, sticker order of Mason Mount or or something like that. And, and I love Mason Mount. I think he's a great player, but there's no guarantees that he ends up uh, becoming uh, a great player to justify what some of his prices are doing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just where I bring it back to like, 
maybe going and looking at some guys who have already been there and, and accomplished a few things. It's not like he's done nothing. Uh, you know, if, he, if he's won a Premier League title and he was, yeah. um, uh, you know, monumental in that season with uh, with Leicester, if he wasn't there, they definitely don't win the title, let's be honest, right? And then if he wins this Champions League, he's been monumental in this run in the Champions League. He's, been very, he's played very well over the last, you know, period of time. Um, and he's still playing for City where he's got the opportunity to win more titles and stack them up. So I just think it's an interesting play. And I'm not saying that Mario's 100%, but I'm just saying it's yeah. cheap. And maybe there's other guys out there that you're really not thinking of or people aren't really thinking of that you could potentially go pick up. And at the end of the day, he's an attacking player. So and in the hobby, that's what people like. People like attacking players. So I just, you know, outside of the box. And it was just something I was looking at during the week that I thought would uh, was a bit of a fire. Yeah, cool. I don't know if um, Mares has the cachet though. That's the only thing. Like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have the fan, but no one's like looking to buy. No offense to Mares, of course. Don't don't take offense to this, please. But first of all, there's not many City fans to begin with, and <laughs> they're not all looking to buy Mares off uh, as like a jersey and and stuff like that. But from a collecting standpoint, with all these new American watchers spectators they're about to see mara's uh well they just saw mara's uh destroy psg and now they're about to see mara's against chelsea in the final so maybe that kicks yeah. in and maybe people start the attention starts rolling that way that's where i see um sources point playing out yeah. yeah yeah good point um i've got one actually i've just thought of it now uh mine is actually um gabriel jesus from man city uh still 24 years old where's we smiling at <laughs> Go on. Yeah, 24 years old, striker. He's going to be next to De Bruyne. Uh, when he goes to the Copa America, he's going to be next to Neymar. Mm. Um, that's if he goes. He probably will. I'm pretty sure he's, he usually starts with Brazil. He should, he should yeah. go. He should go. Um, yeah, I think Brazil have always lacked that number nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's still young, 24. Um, could he be... I don't know if you know City are planning to play him as you know Aguero's replacement. Because I'm pretty sure... Have I used this before, actually, by the way? I feel like I've talked about this before. That's why I was smiling. I was like, I'm not sure if you've said this before. In I, think might, I think I might have said it off camera. It. It, wasn't, it wasn't a fire or flame. Oh, was it? I'm, I'm going to go official then and put it in the fire or flame. Yeah, Jesus is mine. Um, 2018 Prism is what I've been looking at. Um, what else does he have? The World Cup as well. So he's in his Brazil kit. Um, he's got he's in his he's got the EPL prisms too, but yeah, that's what I've been looking at. Twenty eighteen, um, Gabriel has used prisms, and you can get those cheap as well. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheap. They're cheap, and I, I'm a fan of him. Like he's yeah. he's actually a good player. Yeah. If if he does well on the international uh, stage, that'll boost his his confidence as well. Like he gets overshadowed at City. Yeah. He's not like trusted to play at the starting like number nine role. But I rate that. Actually, I yeah. was thinking. I was looking at one of his cards. I think it was blue. World Cup prism. Yeah, I bought it. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Blue prism out of 199. My audio is gone. Uh oh. I can hear you, Anth. How I can, can hear you now? can hear you, Anth. I don't think he can hear us. His headphones have gone flat again. Probably have, bro. I'll just, uh, just so we feel the dead air, I'll just get to my, and I can't hear you, bro. You're muted. 
Uh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. Can you yeah, hear us? My, my audio absolutely like left, disappeared. All good. Keep going, man. That's right. Keep, keep going. I don't know what I was saying. Um, I was looking at a blue Gabriel Jesus um, from that World Cup Prism set, and I think that's... wasn't it the one. Oh, wasn't it the one I sent you that I bought? I think it was that. Is that why it's stuck in my yeah. head? Yeah, probably. I was looking at no, one as well. Um, from the same guy that I bought one of my photos from, he had one listed. Real oh, really? Mine wasn't great, and mine was just raw. I don't yeah, know I was looking at PSA nine. I should really get that back soon, shouldn't I? Shit. Very nice. I've uh, got absolutely nothing for you this week. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. I think I've. I think I've. I think I've I, recycled mine, to be honest. So it's all good, Donald. Yeah, I, I had like a, it was, it's not really a fire or a flame. It's just, just like a random one. It probably is a fire to a lot of people, and it's just like I took inspiration from uh, your post, Dan, and from from Sleeven as well, and that's uh, TSA AUS on uh, Insta. But Sleeven, Steven. Sleeven, Steven. When he when you posted that Lord of the Rings set on your on your page that the the wax the box the sealed wax there it's just like it bring up a nostalgic feeling for myself because if you're a movie buff like i love, love watching films I, I don't know there's a lot of people out there that like doing that and my thing is like a fire in terms of like this is not an investment strategy to make money now or the future it's just to invest in something because you love it so last night, one of my all-time favorite films ever is Back to the Future. And I sat down, I watched it the other night, and I was like, oh, like every other movie, franchise, TV show, there has to be cards or stickers. So I looked them up. They're pretty average-looking cards. Would I collect them? Probably, probably not. But it still makes me think to myself, well, what other movie series that I like, that the cards, I don't know, aesthetically look pleasing these ones don't look great so it's like if they look really nice i would have bought them not for anything the wax pack that it came in looks dope looks so mm. sick man they're awesome and if you want to i think you can buy them for like five bucks off ebay and just keep them in the wax pack it just looks so cool it's just like something to just put up as a display piece display get, yeah. it, get it graded get I've it graded got, in the i've got like it do you mean like... the packs or do you mean like the box the, in the box, the box looks yeah. sick as well. It's got the DeLorean on it, but even like the single wax packs. Yeah, get one of like, those graded. You know, you can yeah. get those graded these. Yeah, days. I know, I know. Yeah. It's sick because I got like I got like a Back to the Future display thing up in my uh, cabinet over here. So it's like you think about that stuff. It's like movies that you love, uh, characters like I've mentioned before. Like I, I think I said once, like if you love Scooby Doo, save those Scooby Doo cards. Like as a like. Just buy what you love. I think that's where it's getting to a point now where it's like a lot of people getting frustrated and it's just like, I can't get my hands on stuff and I can't get this and I can't get that. Well, try and get your hands on something that has meaning to you. Yeah, it might not go down to make... You can't lose doing that. Exactly. Because you've you've put up money. Like, that's what I say about the the Skywalker stuff. Like, If I sold that, if that was worth a hundred bucks, or if that was worth five thousand, or twenty thousand, whatever it is, that's the that's one of the most special pieces in my whole collection because I look at it and and the way I talk about it is so much more passionate than yeah me talking about just a, a regular a base card. 
Yeah. And Second that. there's always going to be cards more expensive, but it's a, you, the value it has to you is the priceless point. 100%. And, um, all my old, like all my old footy cards and stuff like that, they're worth absolutely zero dollars and zero cents. But you know, to me, they they always mean something. Yeah, look at the, the Ronaldo. And I, the got, I wish I, I, I had it. Yeah, I got. Yeah, go on. Sorry. They're dented. They, but yeah. they're one of the first cards I ever collected, like yeah. sports cards. And yeah, like my most my most prized card is you know those footy. I've probably talked about this before as well. You know those footy cards you used to get in the. I don't know if you used to have a man in the Herald Sun. Do you have Herald Sun in Sydney? Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, Sydney Morning it's Herald. Shit. Sydney oh, Morning it's Herald. The same yeah. shit. Yeah. They used to give out those footy cards and they used to get like the whole set. Yes, I know. Yeah. I remember which ones. I still got some. I got some Essendon yeah. players signed. In 2000, I used to get them signed too. I used to go to training and get them, get them signed. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you call an on card auto. That is yeah, a proper on card auto yeah. there. Um, my probably most prized card is an insert that I have a Brett Deledio Rising Star. So it would have been his second, like, he won his right, like the rising star would have been in his first year. The second year card is like an insert, like Brett a rising star. This was the round and shit like that. That's probably my most prized card. It's worth absolutely nothing. But to me, it's always, you know, that's probably one of, yeah, the most prized things I own. Sentimental. Yeah. A lot more, I, I rate that. That's a great fire. That is. Yeah. I was saying a fire is just a, Adding on to what um, you guys were saying. Yeah, like that's, but the whole concept of buying or, or having something that has intrinsic value, like something yeah. that you look at and like, shit, that's cool. Like Brent Toledo never, never won a Brownlow, never won a Premiership. <laughs> Unfortunately, Pim didn't win a Premiership, but yeah, it was one of my favorite Richmond players of all time. And it was a shame to see him go to GVOS. It would have been so sick to see him win a grand final. A hundred percent, and that—that's it. Just buy what you love now. It gets to that point where opportunities are getting very scarce in the market. Like, <laughs> unless it's like you're listening to pods like this, where you're getting a few tips on something that, yep, is a value to people, and you might be able to get it and think, helping you think outside the box. We hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's the point of it. But when all else fails, go search up your favorite movie or something that had meaning to you in your life when you were growing up or if you are a kid, something that you love now. It could be Marvel cards. It's not freaking, don't go break the bank on those. <laughs> you might be getting <laughs> modern day Marvel cards. Or but something. you can, you can shape the whole, the whole market. I'm not, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You, if you're brand new to this and you just go out and you're like, I don't, I don't really like NBA. I don't watch soccer. And I watch NFL. Look at F1. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, Look at it's on. There are so many little niche markets and you can just build your own market. Look at Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z has... It's it is gone ballistic. Has it really? Yeah, I'd, con- I'd c- convince yeah. Sleeve and Steven not to drop like thousands on, on a card that he was with. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> since when? But he's always been a Dragon Ball Z fan. And yeah, man. Like, he's, he's a legend, bro. Like, I love his thinking, and but you got to be careful. It's it's psychotic at the moment, bro. Yeah, it's psychotic. had a massive run up. So I, I'd just and, be weary because I think this, you know, this we've seen this, we've seen it in Pokemon, we've seen it in, in you know everything where it just goes bananas and just need to wait it out a little bit. My advice at the moment is don't touch Dragon Ball superheroes Z cards. My advice. I can't afford to do it. I know we always say if you can't afford to do it, we shouldn't give the tip. But I'm going to give the tip anyway. 
because Yu-Gi-Oh cards are getting looked over and mm. it is ridiculous. I don't know no, why magician. the fact that the fact that Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Heroes are getting a run up before Yu-Gi-Oh is and Yu-Gi-Oh is an anime based on a a physical card game like is I thought, I thought Yu-Gi-Oh was like a bigger IP than uh, I thought Dragon Ball Z was a bigger IP than Yu-Gi-Oh. No. It it is, but it what is. I'm what I'm saying is it's like Oh. Dragon Ball Z was built for figurines and for the games correct. and stuff like yeah. that. Correct. Yu-Gi-Oh is literally a card game. Played for like, the game, yeah. The and, show is about cards. And we've said yeah. it before. It's, it's like, the ultimate card thing. Like exactly. They're playing with cards in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... They're dual disc. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> understand. Like, I know the, I'm not saying go buying a f- first edition Blue Eyes for 20k. Even that, you know, Source and I have said that that's extremely cheap. It's cheap. That's like really cheap. How much did you say? Sorry, I'll zoom well, it's twenty k, but that's extremely twenty k. If you can afford What's it, a pop? If... Uh, that's a good question. Get ready. Source will look up the pop. Well, I'll give you what. Like our prediction yeah, is, yeah. that's like the Charizard of Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not saying it's going to get. I'm not saying it's getting the Charizard. It will never get to that. But it's twenty grand. It will at least get to a hundred thousand dollars at one stage. I thought I thought at the Exo- I thought the Exodia was like the biggest thing in Yu-Gi-Oh. Nah, right? Blue Eyes. Nah, Blue Eyes is like yeah. king. It goes Blue Eyes, Dark Magician, Red Eyes, Black Dragon, everything else. So what was, it, what was Exodia? You remember you used to have all the pieces? Oh, was the yeah. five pieces and stuff. But because, yeah. because it's like it's one of the that, only things I remember from Yu-Gi-Oh was like the five pieces I had. Yeah, you win automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why? Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but, but Blue Eyes was like the king of that show because it was like Kaiba and Kaiba was like the cool, arrogant guy that... Right. You, no one liked you. you let's be be honest. He's like a little dweeb that got picked up. I liked on. him. If you didn't have the Millennium Puzzle... <laughs> I, I liked him. Like, <laughs> the Millennium Puzzle made him into like the sickest character. Like, All right, so hey, Blue Eyes hey, White you... Dragon First Edition has 440 total graded on the PSA Pop and a, a PSA 10 Pop of 72 and PSA 9 Pop of 130. Wow. Have you boys ever had anyone strictly Yu-Gi-Oh related on on the double coverage point? No, not not yet. We've had a few oh. people that have doubled in it, but no one that's mainly Yu-Gi-Oh or mainly Yu-Gi-Oh focused. Interesting. Uh, I wonder. Very interesting. Spoken to a few people, like uh, Studio Collector. He knows a little bit about it. Um, I'd, I'd like to like I was that's those that I was going to ask. I want to get in touch with a few people that. Can point in the right direction. That don't. That's niche as shit. Yeah. Yeah. We can go search and get one on a pod, and do that. We've got we've done Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, like Dragon yeah, Ball Super it. was eye opening. If you listen, if you listen to that pod, you're like, ah, so there's so much potential here. Like all, and if you want to know what that account is and who that person was, it is Sammy D. So it's all the rookies. If you are looking for that info, he's got plenty of it. He's got a YouTube yeah. channel. You can go watch videos, and he gives you like best SCRs, like secret rare cards and super rare cards of sets. And he's awesome. Like honestly, he's awesome. And as I said, like um, I actually asked him for advice. I reckon it was like four months ago. And he said, oh, this is what you look for, Don, blah, blah, blah. And he really helped me out. And it was the first time I ever reached out to him. We got talking first. And then, obviously, it led to 
Dragon Ball supercars, and he said, oh, "I'll go buy these," and I could have bought them for literally one one quarter of the price of what these cards are worth now. I could have I could have graded them for what they are like with the grading and all that stuff. It still would have been like half of what it is as a raw right card. Yeah, as a raw card. Mm. And the graded cards are just crazy. They're going for like thousands of dollars now. Thousands, like two and a half, five. I've seen some up to seven. Yeah, I, I saw I saw some wild ones. It's insane. But that's I know we went off on the the beaten track again there. But the the play is like my fire is just I don't know. Buy stuff play that you love. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Buy with your heart. Not with your wallet sometimes. Like I like it. You can quote that as well. I'm gonna put that next to Luke's quote of Breakers uh wanna move to Monaco next year. <laughs> I like They're that. They're all gonna be retiring in Monaco next year. I like that. So, <laughs> very nice. All right, boys. Another fantastic episode. I hope you all enjoy it. Bit, bit of a long one. I like it. it. Yeah, bit of a long one. Like but uh on behalf of Four of us. It's been crunch time coming up big when it counts. Thanks for tuning in and peace out, everyone. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode.